What's up, Astro T Podcast? It's your girl, Supernova Jazz. How are you doing? How are you feeling through the Scorpio Mercury retrograde? I'm here with T. We've literally recorded this like four times now. <laughs> We're feeling the Scorpio Mercury retrograde. Major. And it's really not that serious, but like once we turn on the re- recording, we're like tensing up. But when we're outside just chilling in an in intimate setting, it's like nothing. We're like, it's flowing. more fluid. But I feel like the Tin Man right now from Wizard of Oz. I'm just very like, yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Astro T podcast family is not gonna hold anything against you. But this is T. Say what's up, T. T Hi, is a Scorpio. Guys. Yes, I am. I'm very watery Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio sun, Cancer moon, Cancer rising, so you know what that means. It's a lot of emotions. Yes. But I brought tea on this podcast because just through, during the um, pandemic and just during this whole shift, we've been really been able to um, connect and really speak vulnerable. vulnerable. See, look, do you hear my words? I'm, like, talking over myself. But it's okay. We're talking it's okay. to family. We're talking to family. If you hear me, like, jumbling up my words, like, I just saw one on one it's because it really is the Scorpio Mercury retrograde, and I cannot speak, but it's okay. But I'm sure you can feel me. So, <laughs> she is the godmother of Fowl. Fowl is an underground community. Speak on Fowl. Let us know. Introduce yourself. Go ahead, because I can't speak. I mean, let's see if I can speak. So... <laughs> So the Foul Hunters is a creative platform that highlights underground creatives, period. Um, mm. We get the question a lot. Oh, is it just musicians? No, everyone. If you create, mm. I want to know you. Yeah. Right. Because I don't feel like creatives are a one-dimensional type of being in the first place. What what things do you do? Not what do you do? And it's you know? a hub of the underground that's shifting the culture. And if you guys know me, you know I also have a little platform that I, the first podcast actually was called Shift, Shift the Culture. culture. It's still up to, um, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. I'm getting alignment vibes just with our slogan versus the actual company name that you have. I yeah. just feel like something is coming. Yeah, something is definitely coming. But with T being a Scorpio, we're in Scorpio season. Things just got more intense and yeah. more unveiling. The, the The veil is very thin, baby. The veil is very thin, especially with us full moon and Taurus on Halloween conjunct conjunct really means working with right so conjunct Uranus and Taurus but working with a planet like Uranus Uranus you can't control that planet it's like uh Uranus tells you what to do or shows you or it just suddenly changes your life so what we were talking about before is this is really similar to what we were all doing on 4th of July, guys. We were we noticed that 4th of July was coming. There was a beautiful alignment conjunct Sirius. But let's not be fooled, <laughs> you know? Like, let's not be so indulgent into, like, the city and the illusions of everything opening up because you don't want to miss that gateway. You don't want to miss an opportunity to do your own spell work right. to align what would you tell us what would you spend your time intentionally i'm gonna be at the beach definitely soaking up the full moon probably make some moon water mm. definitely definitely but uh connecting with mother earth for sure connecting with the moon because this is a rare moon it's a yeah. full moon it's yeah. not gonna come around ever every so every see i can't even talk now every two years well it's <laughs> no the last time there was a full moon on halloween was six years ago and we yeah. had two full moons in the same month. Yeah, we started this month with a full moon. We will end it. Um, we were speaking about on the last podcast how the theme really is shadow work. So I thought this would be the best episode to talk about next, shadow work. And also another reason, is it 555? Yes, it is. Change is a coming. Change baby. is a coming. So another reason why I have you on this particular topic because... This is what we've been working with each other mm-hmm. on the low. We've yeah. been speaking about our own individual shadow work. Right. I feel like that's how we shift. connected um, during the quarantine, really, because fun fact, I've been following Jazz for a really long time. <laughs> um, almost like a stand girl that I'm sitting next to her on her podcast. Shut and then up. She's- <laughs> <laughs> I but love everyone. I, I think... This time has been a really uh, transformative time. We've been able to connect in a really different way because mm. shadow work really shows you, like, you know when T was on that level with you. You know when T popped out of her Scorpio cave? <laughs> yes. When I put on my story about net um neutral net neutrality. Yeah, I was like, 
they're trying to censor us. Somebody do some research. This girl swiped up so fast. She's like, yeah, they've been trying to do this Here shit. you go, sis. They've been doing <laughs> this shit. Receives. They're recycling shit for political shit. Don't be fooled. <laughs> yeah, it was during that time where, you know, the shift was happening. The protests were happening. There's still, the shift is still happening. Correct. But when people were being more vocal, they were feeling that Gemini North Node was speaking and being investigative. Everyone is now their own journalist. Let's talk about that. Like, the collective shadow work that's happening is that we need to be more investigative and we need to do our own research. Mm -hmm. But when we're doing our own research and we're what we're being exposed to in the last podcast, we were talking about discernment being very important no one wants to take things no one wants to leave things knowing when to voice things there's a lot of people in the community that are really engulfed with this truth seeker energy and it can be very condescending it can be very really aggressive as well like really like um oh what do you know you don't know enough go read a book yeah go do your research i'm not gonna share with you or if you challenge them because think about it if if you're challenging the system, please be ready to be have that reflected back at you because everything is a mirror. Mm-hmm. So you will be challenged as well. Let's see. Are you so engulfed into the consciousness of this truth-seeking energy that's being exposed? Or are you using it and taking discernment out of it to know what is the next best step? Also, not everyone can be a truth-seeker. Not everyone should be a truth-seeker. We right. still need the, the builders. Exactly. Everyone has a place in this shift. Um, I think that's been a theme that we've been talking about, too, just you and I since the beginning of um, quarantine, really. More during the uprisings, I want to say June. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's go over some astrology transits. Let's do it. Side note, you guys, I just want to make it known. Um, I am still in a learning process <laughs> with my spirituality, which I want to showcase that because I think it's super important in spiritual community that we hold each other accountable and be malleable and not be so judgmental when we don't know things. Everyone has an area of expertise and mm. specifically astrology is the supernova chance. And I am <laughs> so excited to be a sponge to her information like, yes don't be and i'm still learning know. i'm still learning astrology that's why someone was like do your own astrology course right. and i was like not yet mm-hmm. not yet i'm still learning i mean haven't like i don't have to know everything to feel like i can teach because you should teach what you know strongly of exactly what you feel confident of teaching or sharing but you i feel like you could do a bang up job out of like an Thank intro you. course to astrology because like an intro course when i tell you this girl knows her shit i mean if you listen to her you should already know this by now yeah. but she knows her I shit geek. she can I read geek you out. down i geek she's an astrology nerd but i love that about i geek her. i geek out but also what's really important if we go back to this whole energy of the ego coming out with true seekers because we're all true seekers right. a lot of people are can embody that energy very fully or they can go and embody like the spiritual side and you know the spiritual side is more um it's there to help you when you're ready to heal mm-hmm. right. you get what i'm saying so because you need the balance because when you're a truth seeker there's going to be a lot of truth that's hard to swallow that's mm-hmm. hard to share with other people and it's really important to have, like, hold space for yourself. And I want to go back to the cancer season. And if you go back a couple episodes, I was speaking about the shift that what's very important this year of ex- exposing is counteracting it with the cancerian energy. Because we had a lot of eclipse during that season, and it was very powerful. Um, we had, like, the mass meditation. So that's important when you're exposing mm-hmm. truth. Expose it, like, as if a mother would expose the truth of death being a reality to a child you don't just go right like would you just say do your own research would you say to your kid mom's gonna die one day no you explain the concept in a um, digestible way Mm -hmm. you know um not everyone uh can do this type of work so readily Mm -hmm. um and i think it's important to like ease people into it Mm -hmm. if that's your intention anyways but it's definitely good to ease even yourself into it i think um I answered one of your questions from your story from yesterday, Mm. or no, from this morning, sorry, Mm -hmm. about, um, how to break a habitual habit. Yeah. And, and my response to that was like, ease yourself into like a healthier and more feasible action that, uh, soothes the symptom of like what your, what the original habit was. Cause a lot of times habits are obsessive. So it's like, what are you latching onto and why? So when you fix the why, I feel like it, it, 
brings you to a different action that could make you feel more fulfilled yeah. instead of obsessed. Yeah. Scorpios are really big on obsessive. Yeah. I'm saying that as a Scorpio. <laughs> and we're in that season, so collectively when the, the transit shifts, we feel it very individually, yes, and depending on what house it sits with, but the collective feels, um, how can you have a tense relationship not intense that's not the right word but how can you have a deep relationship with the truth being exposed without it being intense and Mm self-sabotaging and honestly when i see people really um speak in that way where it's like a very egotistical truth seeker type of tone it's their inner child speaking yeah and that's another form of shadow work being called to you when you're it's like kind of like hearing a parent speak to a kid so it's it's so easy for me to see through that. I don't know if it's the Cancerian in me. I'm able to see, like, the wounded child really easily. Water signs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So, your parents talk to you like that. Right. So, you talk to You can people, see a like, lot of people's you know, inner child in how their ego presents itself. Mm-hmm. And I think now is a really important time for you to really hold that mirror up to yourself. I mean, sometimes people will do it for you. And it's like, are you ready? Yeah. Because a lot of times people are not ready. You hold that mirror up and they say, no, it's you that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, and it's not even really about wrong or right. It's more about just honoring yourself. Yeah. Honoring what um what's what you're called to do right now. Everyone's being called to do something right now. But everyone's being called to do shadow work right now. That's one thing I must say. And I feel like that's why there's a lot of sleepy energy in the air. That way we're not going out, distracting ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now that here in South Florida, the city has opened, you know. I haven't really been doing social distancing throughout this whole thing, but I'm not quick to go to the club. I'm not quick. Yeah. That's a different right. energy. I'm, I will love to share space through a, like an event musical where it's very intimate. But if the intention is like to go out, especially Halloween, let's talk about this Halloween um, moon. I don't know if I spoke about it already because we've been, we've like started this over so many we times. We touched on it a little bit. It kind of goes back to you saying that, well, us saying that we need to spend our time intentionally right mm. now specifically, especially for Halloween coming up. Harnessing, yes. Harnessing in the rebirth. So I think that's going to be a very beautiful moon for the shadow work. That's what's going to be very pivotal because Taurus energy is also reclaiming beauty. You know, but shadow work is not beautiful. beautiful at all. It's not beautiful. No. So that moon is really going to allow us to see beauty in the shadow. And then depending on how we harness it, Uranus and Taurus can go, okay, boom, flip your life this way. Or boom, yeah. flip your life that way. <laughs> depending if you're going to go out and, and get drunk and, and drink spirits because that's what alcohol is. Mm-hmm. And all that Ooh, shit is enhanced yes. that day. All that shit is enhanced that day. So if you're going to be going out being belligerent and trying to get drunk, and if that's the intention, please be ready to be so vulnerable during, during a portal day and allowing spirits into your space. And when y'all talk about demon energy, you know, get them spirits in you, maybe downtown somewhere, maybe Wynwood somewhere. Like, it's not really yeah. a good time to do that. I'm not trying to tell people what to do, but it's like, Again, spending your time intentionally because it's a really important time. Like, are you going to make yourself susceptible to that type of energy or are you going to harness your own? Yeah. What's so beautiful, the last couple of years, I have celebrated the Halloween energy on Dia de la Muerte, which is November 2nd. So just know this energy is very potent. Yes, on Halloween, but don't forget the original Halloween is November 2nd. Right. That's a day you should really be honoring your ancestors yeah. I feel like that would be the day not so much Halloween not so much Halloween because that's just gonna be very unveiling and also don't forget this is not only gonna be a transit within our own individual lives but the collective think about the shocking news Taurus is very old energy what's very old our system yes so there's gonna be more shocking things coming into that and then with Mercury going direct on election day in Libra Libra is the sign of justice justice and law so things that have been brewing during a scorpio mercury retrograde will be surfaced when it goes direct and then it goes back so it goes direct but then mercury moves back into scorpio like a few days after that so again the intensity builds back up but what's beautiful for the next couple weeks is that venus will be moving into libra 
and Libra is the sign that's naturally ruled by Venus. I'm sorry, Venus naturally rules Libra, and Libra is all about partnerships. It is the seventh house. We just came out of this um, energy in Libra season. So relationships are going to get a lot tighter. They're going to get a lot more harmonious. Because think about it. If you're busy trying to speak the truth to the collective in the world, mm -hmm. it actually starts home. You know, yeah. it starts close Everything to home. Everything starts at home. Everything meaningful starts at home. And I think, um, especially when you're doing shadow work, home is the base where you're going to find your deepest, darkest shadows. Oh, yeah. Your corner. Listen, darkness lives in every corner of your room. <laughs> so I'm kind of going ahead and announce it to Astro T because if you're listening to this podcast, you deserve to know the exclusives because we're just, we're that close. We're, we're here. We're tight family i love you <laughs> okay so i'm actually working on a 21 day challenge journal and support group with another um creative her name is diana diana garcia her at name is sensational body so what's special about her is she's a dietitian and she's going to school for it so she and she lost so much weight she lost mad weight so she's also gone through the journey herself so right. we're going to do a 21 day challenge mind body and soul but I was writing like the outline for it and because one of the days would be like a financial audit. Why do you eat out so much? So the next day is family audit, right? Oh, so I'm flowing goodness. and I'm writing and I'm saying, look, refer to the day before. Why is it that you can't stay home and, and cook um, a lavish meal at home? What is it that what is so uncomfortable with the energy that hits home so much mm -hmm. to where you need to look outside towards a restaurant so it was very like hitting home like the shadow work and I was, you. Like, <laughs> I was like damn i was like did you I feel like, like you got read a little i read myself <laughs> i was like oh god that's part like, of the shadow work too you gotta read yourself down to the ground sometimes but you it's really true do. especially as like millennials and you know just the the whole world we've we've we eat out more than we've ever done mm -hmm. before on the grand scheme of things and it's like, but why? We grew shit, with convenience. Shit, it's harder at home. A home-cooked meal hits so much harder. And then you're conjuring it up. Right. And I think that's what we should remember during the Scorpio season is that cooking, you know. That's we, spell work. That's spell work. That's spell work. And shout out to Just One Gersha. I used to work um, really close with her. And that's something we would talk about because that's her brand is cooking and, and making cultural dishes um still vegan like you don't have to drop your um culture in order at to all be vegan. there's a substitute for everything but she was talking about her grandmother her ancestor r.i.p to her grandmother but she was saying how she would bring her um men grown men to their knees because she would have this beautiful lavish meal and they would not go ahead and sign like deals on the um right there wow they would sign heavy contracts because they're just like so vulnerable but the whole point is like something as you know easy quote-unquote or you know simple quote-unquote it's food is very conjuring and mm -hmm. cooking cooking very much like brujeria i mean there's there's yes. basics to it there's guidelines that yes you should know um but again it's very much a a spiritual thing it's kind of like no one can tell you what you need in that exact moment so it's like you're giving yourself your medicine mm. like so i had a friend ask me hey, what's shadow work? Um, it looks really intimidating. And I'm like, it's not. Um, there's no real way to do mm -hmm. it because she was more asking me, what, what is my method? And it's like, what my method is, is not going to work for you. Because mm -hmm. just like cooking, it's like, I might like my food a little more salty than you and you might like a little more herbs mm -hmm. than I do. It's, it's very, um, it's ancestral. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are your ancestors calling you to really do and pull out for yourself at that moment? I feel like it's very tailored, so it's kind of hard to tell someone how to do shadow work as far as uh, bringing brujeria into it. Yeah. Yeah, but we will be speaking about it a little bit today, because, you know, that's the episode. Remember, find your own gist. That's especially what T is saying. Like, find your own swag to anything. Don't get lost into how other people are doing things. We're just here to guide you through your shadow work. Because shadow work can be very hard. And I can see why people can be very codependent mm -hmm. on someone else's recipe. 
Because it's hard. It's yeah. Like, it's like, help me. You don't know where to Give start. Give me through this, mommy. You know, right. the inner child is like, help. Mm-hmm. But we have to learn. That's that's like a major part of shadow work. You have to learn how to be your own mother and your own, it's going to be okay. Because mm-hmm. if you go and lean on someone else to help you through it, it's not really shadow work. Exactly. Because the path is yours. Like, I can't tell you how to work with your shadow. That's the thing that you have to figure out on your own. I can give you tips, but it's like, I can't. I can't make the sauce for you. It's your sauce. Yeah. Yeah. So what is shadow work? You kind of answered that already. But shadow work to me is when you're working through the ego. You're working through the dense energies that keep you down. Yeah. Because that's the whole point. Right now during the shift is to get as light as possible. It's to energy-wise. Eating lighter foods. Things that are fueled by light. We're ascending, guys. We're splitting timelines. We're going on a whole nother paradigm. New Earth shift. So the New Earth speaks its currency in energy. So when you're engulfed in the shadow, I mean, you can't you can't do that. That's that's old that's old Earth things. We got a new Earth to shift to, boo. Okay. There's new things waiting. New opportunities. <laughs> a new you yes. is waiting for you. So shadow work really to me is when you're intentionally and consciously knowing that you're working through your things. Mm-hmm. I don't like calling them demons. I don't really either. Because it just like, it sounds like very like mainstream. Oh, my demons. What? No. I don't got demons on me. I have, you know, some That's things honestly, I'm working through. <laughs> it's easier for people to say I have demons than to say, hey, I'm fucked up in this area. Yeah, let's just go blame the demons. Because, exactly, there's no uh, accountability in saying you're demons. It's like, no, this is also me, but this is a more like a low vibrational version of me. Yeah. So it's like, now how can I be honest about who that person is as well yeah because that's a big part of it is like really being honest with yourself about who you are what parts of yourself you really need to work on um Mm -hmm. shadow work definitely highlights that because it's like it says oh you ain't gonna move forward unless you yeah be honest with me shadow work is no filter okay it's taking that picture you're not allowed to add the filter Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to edit it you're not allowed no you took the picture and you posted it and that's it and you see everything but it's beautiful and it's okay so shadow work too in astrological terms can be represented through the lilith placement the lilith placement is so amazing to me because it really checks me when knowing your lilith placement especially with mine being in aries i'm like oh Lilith Aries, mm-hmm. like something just happened yesterday. I was in my cancer bag, and I was like, you know, trying to fight for the principle of things because my emotions were being triggered. Not because the principles matter, and I didn't, <laughs> and I didn't feel heard. You know, and I didn't. Feel, I didn't feel like y'all understood what the principles are here, and I didn't feel emotionally safe <laughs> or so, satisfied. So they done took my brother. Done took the nice chair out of my office. Okay. It, okay. Yes, you lend it to me, but why didn't you tell me? Like I don't understand. And then they took the printer out of here. Okay, no, I don't use it. But why didn't you? It's the principle. Why didn't you could have said something? But that's another form of ego. And uh-huh. I was like, and I was getting up. I was getting ready to like confront my brother. He he didn't even get out the shower yet. And no, and I caught myself. And I was like, no, it's a chair. I was like, you thought. I was like. Aries Lilith, you thought. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 go sit down. I put meditation music. I was like, there are things. Yeah, it's a chair. Yeah, it's a chair. It's a chair, and you're already in the moody schmood and something like But it's shadow work. Shadow mm-hmm. work makes it more intense. Shadow work makes it more, because it could have been something actually serious, you yeah. know? And I could have, like, flipped out or something like that. But even through serious right. moments, you still have to you know, move accordingly. You can't, that doesn't, just because homie did something to you or you did something to homie doesn't give you the, the leeway to go, ah, and just bug out. Your reaction to things is a reflection of what you need to work on shadow self. Exactly. Exactly. So I went, I sat down. No, I sent him a little text. I was like, really? (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, she's like, I still gotta get this off. <laughs> I was, go get this text. I was like, y'all, it was it wasn't that bad. It was just like, so y'all going through the printer and the chair. I mean, I know I don't use it, but <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I know I use the chair. See what happened was the chair had like a little nice like leg thing. So I went to go meditate, put my leg thing up, and I thought that was so contradicting because I went to go meditate and put the little leg feature up and it wasn't there and I automatically went to rage. Like, that doesn't make sense. So the symptom, remember I was telling you earlier about habits, this kind of applies to shadow work as well because, I mean, were you dying without putting your legs up before? No. Exactly. It was kind of just like a, um, but it's, but it was here and it was mine. You didn't consult with me about this thing. And it's, again, what you said about the ego, which is funny. I just want to talk to you guys real quick about <laughs> how I'm so baby and new to Lilith this girl right here that I'm sitting next to, she really made me look into Lilith, like, hardcore. Hasn't it been really helpful, though? It has. Because I'm... It's funny because I'm really, really privy to Pisces behavior. So when I found out my Lilith was in Pisces, I was like, oh, great, more water. <laughs> and you more. and you were able to look at those moments that you were very into the Piscean energy and be like, oh, those were egotistical moments. Comfortability. So... Mm. And with a cancer moon? Oh my gosh, yes. A lot of water placements. I really do have a lot of water placements. But so we're water season, so it's okay. You know, Listen. Also hit a drawer on a little. I've kind of been like holding back and not reminding you guys, but please get your notebooks and get and write words of affirmations as you're speaking, whether they're gems or the trances that we're speaking. Anyways. Go ahead. Write down your dreams too, by the way, because sometimes our messages are a lot of times during shadow work comes in your dreams. They almost scream at you. It's like almost like you dipped into a parallel universe. I don't even like to think of them as dreams anymore because mine are feeling more real than ever and more vivid than ever. I didn't tell you this, but I had a dream of some man. Okay. I had a dream of some man. I'm like, oh, I've never dreamed of him like that before. I don't even look at him like that, okay? Are you sure? The next day, he starts applying pressure. No, I don't like him like that. Foreshadowing during the shadow work, that's funny. I know. <laughs> but the but I'm just saying, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I'm saying, guys. But what matters is the principle <laughs> of the fact that how the dreams line up with your conscious reality when your dreams are 12th house energy consciousness is first house energy so it's literally a battle between conscious and subconscious not battle but then they're also cohesive within the messages that come up mm -hmm. it's also about like how much you believe in it as well because some people will be like ah that was a dream that's some crazy shit that can never happen for me i'm like oh not so an intuitive being a exactly. drone will be like a drone will be like a drone an intuitive I'll uh -uh. say, um, no, this dream is an indication of something that is to come, possibly. Mm -hmm. Um, because I like to think there's a bunch of dips in the space-time continuum. Kind of like Back to the Future, where mm -hmm. there was that one dip. I feel like we have several. But like, every time we go on a dream, I feel like we go there. Mm -hmm. And the insight comes from there. If you're paying attention, if you're intuitive, you're going to know that you should be taking shit from this. Mm -hmm. So, again, you guys, write down your dreams. I, for one, have been doing it. Mm -hmm. And it seems, it's going to seem stupid. Sometimes you're going to write and be like, huh? But... Yeah, it makes it's, sense. It's kind of like how, um, and I always bring this reference up in all my work, but um, Celestine prophecy, building that communication with that divine intelligence is getting up early during the witching hour, which is like four to six, mm -hmm. um, starting your spiritual practice then, but also in your journal, leave some questions so throughout the day those questions can be answered. It is so mind blowing. It is so beautiful when it's just so precise and it's like, you just answered my question. And it mm -hmm. builds that intuitive muscle and that belief system that you, yes, you are God. You are source. You I like are, that you said muscle because, like, the more you practice, the stronger it gets. Like, it really does. The, if you keep it dormant, it's not really going to go anywhere. You have to grow yourself, which, again, I feel like spirituality is a really uh, aligned with shadow work. Because you have to do that first in order to, like, really be, mm -hmm. find out what your medium is. Be sensitive to whatever is called on to you yeah whatever your gift is and we're definitely in a season of psychicness and heightening you might find the dreams and heightening that's a form of psychicness whether it's clear audience hearing messages um i get that a lot i'm like oh i heard a download i heard a, a, a message or a voice it always interprets in my own voice so mm -hmm. i like to say it's my higher self speaking back to me or visuals i'd be on my that's a raven my manifest in my gut 
Which is funny because a lot of fun fact, a lot of illness manifests in your gut. A it's lot the second of brain. Exactly. So I feel like when I when my intuition kicks in, it feels like someone kicks me in my stomach and I just feel icky until I honor that. Yeah. So I think And if yeah. you ignore that, you find Ooh. yourself in like just situations that are just so karmic because it's like, well, Source was like, Well, damn, I try to speak to you through you. Mm-hmm. And you didn't listen. And it's like, I try to present you with an opportunity to correct the mistake and learn. Did you learn? Mm. Yeah. Okay, so Lilith placement is very important, guys. If you want to do your own private reading, definitely hit me up. But um, during the season, I would really love for you guys to build a relationship with that placement because it'll allow you to see where the shadow is. Sometimes we don't know we're in our shadow. That's not shadow work. That's that's you just being in the shadow. Okay. You know, so <laughs> how do you know when you're in your shadow? So forms of being in your shadow would be um, addiction, smoking weed just because, or you're eating out a lot, or food, codependency, codepending on what others, codepending on like you were saying like your Pisces Lilith um speaks about codependency. Yeah, and being too comfortable, which um funny, I think I was telling you about it outside. So I went to my dad's house Sunday and mm-hmm. I met a older black intuitive and it's funny because I had consulted with spirit about you know wanting spiritual guidance from a black elder and he read me down to the ground and one of the things that he said about me was you have the uh, the ability to get really comfortable, don't you? And I was like, oh, more shadow work right there because I am someone I can easily get comfortable in my uh, shell mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, Scorpios have a little bit of control aspect. They don't want to necessarily control little. people a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they con- more want to control for the That's sense another of form. security. We exactly. control. Exactly. It's a, that in itself is an addiction. Mm. Needing to control things. So like, Remember earlier when I was saying that post that my friend posted about the chair and letting it go, that really resonated with me because it's like, the thing is just a thing. And look Fuck, at that. I'm talking chair. about a chair. Right, exactly. Oh my God. What I so wonder funny. what a chair means. Comfortability, I'm comfortability. sure. Comfortability. I'm sure. Because mm-hmm. you're sitting in the chair. Yep. And you're comfortable and you could be standing and getting the work done. You forget you have able legs that will take you places and mm. help you do things. And I'll you know, show you. a lot of times we forget um, that we're able bodied. And I think shadow work really made me um, see all the ways in which I am lacking and slacking and lagging. Yeah. Another thing we lagging talked about is, is really getting in um, to connecting the mind, body, and soul. One thing I have not been doing, I've been doing a lot of mental spiritual work, but I have not been doing a lot of physical spiritual work. So one thing that mm. um, you spoke on that's really going to push me now in mind is uh, to get physically active because that's yeah. really important too. Like that's part of the release as well. Yeah, that's been part of my shadow work too because when you're physically active and think about all these Aries placements, guys, you know, everything is getting you to react and respond. Right. Working out allows you to harness that energy to get to the bodies. Because when you're working out, you're not thinking about all the things you need to do or, you know, mm-hmm. all the things you're not doing. No, you're doing the thing. You're working out. That's a miracle. You know what you're doing? You're tearing your muscles. Mm-hmm. And when they're healing, they're coming back together. You're doing some some, some body bending, you know? And just the, the discipline that it takes to do that every day. Sore, bad mood. Like, it's when you commit to it, it's Ooh. like you're doing the thing. That's sh- It really is shadow work working out within mm-hmm. itself because, girl, when I'm when the results come and the aura is aligning with what I'm doing, I'm attracting beings. People can right. just see it. They can just feel it. Um, I'm attracting opportunity. Life feels so good. When- Last time I saw you, do you remember I said, you have a glow. Mm. You I was working glow, out more. and you said oh no I'm not looking cute today oh it's whatever you were glowing like I wish you could have seen yourself. I really I really was not looking cute that day she looked great you guys Don't but it was her. she was talking about my aura she was yeah aura. I was talking about your aura yeah. but you looked beautiful too. but in the 3d form I'm seeing like I was in my cute outfit like I had the bun up I had a titi bun. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's part of the shadow work too. Not being so hard on yourself. Mm. Not being so hard on I've yourself. I've been very hard on myself lately. Um, another form of being in your shadow is imposter syndrome. Ooh. That is really essentially not knowing your worth. Not knowing that you are worthy of the thing. I do not have that problem. Maybe I do in other forms. Maybe like small things like getting my own space. 
But imposter syndrome, when it comes to like, you know, getting a promotion, like yeah. people will be like, I don't think I deserve it. But but their work screams excellence. That's right. crazy to me. That's part of my shadow work, too, because it's like, for instance, I mean, we, we've been in this pandemic. Obviously, people have been financially affected. So I have been going out looking for jobs. And one thing that I've noticed is like, I don't feel like I want to really do this thing and invest my time this way. It doesn't feel like mm. this is how I want to make money. And is it really about the money? Mm. It's more about the principle of feeling secure. So you're saying you have imposter syndrome when it comes to doing your own thing and being yeah. an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. I was just speaking to T about this. I'll find myself in stages to where I'm like, okay, let me go put on my resume just because I'm remaining open mm-hmm. and I'm remaining humble because I don't want to get to a point to where I might feel like I need to extend myself back into getting some money through the matrix system. Right. Because, you know, I'm still a human being and I, I have to humble myself. But mm-hmm. every time I do that, some opportunity comes up or some type of message will be like, no, girl. So I'm like, oh, okay, bet what this is is imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and patience. Yeah, because you want the thing right now. And, like, when you're in a – especially when you're in a place where you feel stuck – you kind of feel like the thing can't come fast enough. Like, it just, it, there's an urgency for it that you didn't have before. But I think something that we forget is alignment is everything. Yeah. So it's like, even when you feel like, damn, well, how come it can't be today? Like, because it, it's, it's not today. Uh, different things align for you. And just because it's not what you specifically want in alignment, right. you kind of bypass that mm-hmm. and not see all the things that are able to align for you. So. That's part of, yeah, that's part of manifesting too is letting it go and Mm -hmm. not knowing when it's going to happen. Another form of your shadow is being manipulative or also allowing people to manipulate you. I I find that also bad. A lot of people like to find um, victim, Mm -hmm. being a victim all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even like to say victim. I like to say survivor. I think it's all like what side of the coin. But you the flip. victim mindset. Exactly. Yeah. It's what you identify with about that. Remember what we were talking about concepts earlier? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that concept. What side of it do you identify with? For every concept, there's like, there's a light and a dark side of it. So it's like, how do you see yeah. it? What side do you gravitate to kind of reflects what you need to work on? Yeah, because we live in a realm of polarity. Yes. So we need to know it's always the other coin, but manipulation when you're in the state of manipulation it's definitely shadow because yeah you can manipulate manifesting wise but you can't manipulate something that's already being written someone else's free will Ooh, i'm really careful about that with spell work because there's people out here that kind of get the misconception that like first of all hoodoo is ancestral it's it's religious in, Mm -hmm. in in its own right and um, I feel like people kind of get caught up with that. Oh, are you going to put a spell on me? It's like, you know what effort it would take? Why not put that effort into myself? I have no interest in manipulating someone's free will. Mm. That, I feel like, uh, that's, I feel like that's cardinal rule number one. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. You step into black ma- exactly. magic when you start doing that. And, and black is the color of the shadow. We white witches over here, boo. Okay, no, I'm not. And, that, and it's like a love, a love spell... I always tell people, I don't do love spells on I don't people. Either. I do them on, on myself. myself. The last bath I took, I romanced the fuck out of myself. Mm-hmm. I had my rose cords. I had my candles going. No. I had my uh, pink rose petals in the bath. Oh. I was really about romancing myself because I'm like, I want um to see that kind of romance in my relationship. I want it to start mm-hmm. from me. Like you said, from home space. It has mm-hmm. to start home first. Yeah, but then discernment comes with that side note mm-hmm. because... You can do a love spell on yourself and start attracting everybody. Exactly. So you need to not be so thirsty. If you want to walk you know, around and be that bitch, that's fine. Take a bath. That's a, that's a little... Just saying. Yeah, well, that's a little blue hot tip for y'all. You know? Little, little young witches. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the baby witches really need guidance. It's scary. They try to hex the moon. They try to hex the fucking moon. I'm not over it. I'm not I'm over st- it. I'm Who told still them? pressing TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, no. The, the, <laughs> it was like a shadow witch undercover. You gotta be careful because, yeah, they're, you know, we live in a universe of polarity, so there's light and there's dark out there. Another form of shadow is um, just not being intentional with your food. I know I said that, but I'm really speaking to self right now because food is fuel. So Absolutely. if you're just like fueling yourself with anything and everything, and then also just falling off of your spiritual routine. So, 
we can know the thing all we want. We can know how beneficial meditation is. But if you're not doing it, you know, you could be totally engulfed in your shadow. And I don't want nobody trying to do a healing session for me and not be doing their own little healing sessions every day on themselves. And you never know. You never know. This is why it's uh, best to work on yourself. So, I mean, it's good to consult with other people who know what they're talking about for sure. But it's like you kind of have to be, um, you have to use your discernment. Like mm. we're talking about in the spiritual community, definitely, because you never know who's guiding you mm. and they haven't took care of their own shadows. Like, how are you going to tell me about mine? You haven't even faced yours. No. But you can be a mirror to people like that. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like a double edged sword. It's like, what are what type of energy are you willing to give to teaching this person this thing? Yeah. Yeah. And during this Scorpio Mercury retrograde, I think it's very important to know that even when exes come back, sometimes it's not your lesson um sometimes it's their lesson so sometimes sometimes you're ugh, sometimes you're holding space for the lesson to move yes. through so don't fall in heat to oh don't answer your phone call for your ex or xyz i mean you know hold the space but is it worth holding the space and how long can you hold that space yeah. for? yeah because it's like, um, I mean, granted, they need to learn something through you. Sometimes it's not your responsibility to actually hold the space. Sometimes the work is in um, you being that denial for them, the wake-up call. Because, you know, uh, it, karmic circle, sometimes you open the door for it because you're telling this energy they can come back whenever they want. It's like a revolving door. You know, you never close it or make it complete mm. enough to say this is something that's not happening anymore. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, so how do you know when shadow work is being called to you? Because I feel like shadow work can be intentional, but usually shadow work, you know when you need to do shadow work when it's just like screaming in your face. It's like, hello, no. Did you notice you can't ascend mm -hmm. any higher or you haven't gone past a certain or there's some type of blockages? It's because that's probably shadow work being called to. So that kind of answers the question when you're having creative blockages. Mm -hmm. When I overindulge mm -hmm. because I'm trying to soothe and at the time, at the present time, I'm not really noticing that it's happening. So I'm just trying to soothe the symptom like we were talking about earlier. I'm just trying to soothe the symptom and not really like the cause of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So that manifests in me like not taking care of my space, um, not taking care of myself really because a uh, fun fact, I don't eat meat. I haven't for two years, but even in not eating meat, you can still eat pretty shitty things. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's like when I realize I'm gravitating to that and I'm taking naps more. I'm not a nap person. So when I'm taking naps, I'm like, what am I doing? When I get like a spiritual lag, I can feel it. I feel icky. I just you feel know, like, yeah, I feel like I need to be nursed. You know when you feel like you need a hug? Yeah. And you don't really know why you need a hug, but you just feel like you need a hug. And then someone night. hugs you and you cry. <laughs> that was me last night. I was like, they took the chair. <laughs> <laughs> but today you're like it's just a chair yeah and then you know how i knew i it was shadow work because that day um yesterday tess was teaching me how to sew and as a child i've always uh, fashion designer was like one of my first things i would like design wedding dresses like draw them out as a kid and then try to sew so like it instantly hit me and it reminded me like remember what was going on during that time and i'm like yes <laughs> okay you know like it's okay right and I'm like and I sat there and I was like okay I'm reacting in a way that I'm I'm reacting and responding in a way that no it's still not okay right. so give your space to self-nurture mm -hmm. so I allowed myself to cry and I was like it's okay it's okay and I put like a picture of me crying on my close friends for like a split second and then I took it off but <laughs> I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like your shadow self is really developed uh, when you get, when, when you're younger? I was going to say when you get older, but when you're younger. Because I feel like a lot of what I need to work a uh, shadow self is like what my parents denied me of. Yeah. Like all, just things like that. It just feels very reflective of like, eh, I'm a child, I'm having a tantrum. Like, what are the things that are making me upset? Why? Mm. I feel like that kind of manifests in shadow work for myself because one thing that I'm working on is like my abandonment issues. And oh, yeah. That definitely comes with um my early dating, you know, my early dating experience. People and then the culture, the collective shadowness yes. is the ghosting culture. Mm -hmm. If you guys have been following my podcast for a long time, when, when I had it with Mallory, oh, update, I even reached out towards Mallory. Talk about it. Talk yes. About it. We are like 44 minutes in, but podcasts are, are supposed to be long anyway. So, <laughs> right. so and isn't that, isn't that crazy how I'm just like nonchalantly 
mentioning it, mm-hmm. but if you go to Drain the Swamp episode, it wasn't dragging her, but, like, it was just You had more... a way different energy. It was, it was fresh still, though, so. Oh, yeah. So, I reached out to Mallory, and, but, going back to dreams, I reached out to her because I had a really uneasy day, and I was like, oh, I feel so uneasy and moody. I'm in my cancer bag. But then I remember my dream. It came up. It was like, oh, remember you dreamed of Mallory really quick, and she was wearing white. Mm, and okay. it was very like hi but it's like we've already went through our whole healing happened yeah we and it's like i known her after that happened yeah. right so that immediately made me feel better and i was like i need to reach out to her and it's scorpio murphy retrograde so it's definitely supported and then i looked and i had a, a inclination to look back in anchor to see when our first podcast episode was and it was like exactly it was the, the anniversary it was the anniversary so I was like, wow, another alignment sort of speaking to me. And she messaged back right away. Hi, Mallory. I don't know if you listen to podcasts anymore. And she was just saying like, oh, I felt the same way. That's so funny. I was just looking pictures of you. And I feel like, you know, it's the same energy as before, but it's, it's more concluded. And the word concluded was just so powerful. Say, do you know they say a lot of experiences for people aren't linear? I don't feel like that's true because... Like, look, you guys had alignment without even realizing it until you talked to each other about it. It's like, almost like you guys consulted about this already in, in dream state and parallel universe. And, like, mm. when you had the dream, it made it okay for both of you guys to be like, oh, yeah, okay, I feel like healing could happen here. It wouldn't, I, I probably wouldn't have reached out to her if it wasn't for the dream. Right. Because I found, I saw the importance of how deep dreams are. Mm-hmm. That's Pisces energy. That's 12th house energy. That's spirit speaking to me. Directly speaking to you. Yeah. So I thought it was beautiful. And I only reached back because I knew it was a beautiful um, opportunity to just get some closure and put karma to rest. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. You really close a karmic circle, potential karmic Cause circle. Because old cancer, Jazz, Ooh. uh-uh. Cancers are petty. I don't go... Block, block, block. I don't want to talk to you anymore. You did this big, very victim. Yeah. Very victim. I don't want to be a victim. Especially. You want to be a survivor. And I never and really, I never really sat with that. You were there. Mm-hmm. You saw what happened. So I didn't even sit with mourning a friend that much because no. there was just so much going on. And I felt like I was needed in the world. Mm-hmm. But no, that was a friend you started a podcast with. Mm-hmm. That's grown. You started. You had trem- a child together. You had a baby together. That's grown tremendously. Honor that. Give it some value. I think part of that was self preservation, though. Like you didn't really let yourself grieve that because you're like, "There's greater work to do right now. I have to do this right now." But I think part of it was, um, ah, I don't want to deal with this right now. Because, you know? in all actuality, I wasn't that mad. Yeah, I wasn't that mad at her because I just knew like I said things were I was needed somewhere else mm-hmm. so much more right. so my maturity like kicked in in a very weird way and I never was ever like oh whatever that bitch da 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 maybe in the beginning I'm about to say Sorry, I don't know Mallory. cause that that drained the swamp episode I don't really know Mallory knows me <laughs> But, you know her heart it's okay yeah you know, but we go spirit spirit was saying like no it's okay it's still sisterhood even sisters fight so exactly but we're good we're good that's been mended karma's very beautiful karma gets really released during shadow work oh yes don't yeah. underestimate the power of releasing yourself from constraints and ties mm-hmm. and soul ties soul ties get are very worked on soul ties get really tricky because they feel like they're almost a part of you like you almost mm. forget that you you exist outside of this tether that mm. it's pulling you and a lot of times it's with a person mm. a lot of times the soul tie has to do with um the person really not even just the the connection it's the person um because i think humans are really adaptable mm. so i think if you get really comfortable and chummy with someone there's a potential there to kind of adapt to how they are and, mm. and vice versa Mm, yeah that kind of weighs on it's like who are you yeah yeah okay so some steps to getting through shadow work so now what does shadow work look like when you're in it so it's coming to terms of your worth yes tremendously so you're working through abandonment issues because Mm -hmm. you're noticing that wasn't had anything to do with you yeah because you take it personal Mm -hmm. and like i was telling you outside spirit says don't take it personal 
Yeah. Don't take it personal. Now is not the time for it. Now is the time to be healing. So it's like you can't, if you're holding on to this grudge that you have mm-hmm. or that, oh, they hurt me, the victim complex, right? You hold on to that. It's like you're kind of holding yourself back from the ascension. Why would you? And you're always mad at yourself, more mm-hmm. importantly, because you can simply see the inner child and the healing that has to be done in that person and right. see it for what it is. And, and walk away still with some humility and still with this inner knowing. Mm-hmm. So you're really mad at yourself because you couldn't do it in that way. Yeah, because when you envision something, you want it to manifest that way. And when it doesn't, you're like, why? I did everything right. Yeah. You know, why didn't it turn out the way that I planned? Yeah, so you're really learning unattachment. Right. The, the Tao, the Tao of unattachment. Mm-hmm. Taoism is so beautiful for that. It really... Um, taught me that because it was the power of just doing nothing. Yeah, it's one of the main laws. It's like, just be a witness. Be a witness. Be an observer. Yeah, and that goes back to controlling. Mm-hmm. Having to tr- control how people walk away or having to control how the narrative starts, begins. It's You know, you're a co-creator. You already, um, you already signed this contract mm-hmm. before coming in too. Discovering your value, believing um, believing you are worthy, and sitting with your emotions and allowing them to flow. Um, this goes back to being not impulsive to reach for a comfort blanket. Yeah. And I'm definitely speaking to myself. Great speaking to me too, because <laughs> listen, comfortability is really, it, it's a double-edged sword. It's good to mother yourself, but then sometimes you can smother yourself yeah. as well. There's like many forms of mothers. There's the... Oh, there's the okay. authoritarian mom. Mm-hmm. There's the um, you can do whatever you want. Um, that's the that's the over uh compensating mom comfortability. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's what we're kind of doing right now. We're kind of calling ourselves out on being that type of mom. It's okay. We're doing shadow work. You we're know? saying this is our flaw, right? Okay, so let's go through some of the shadows of each sign really quick. I know we're almost an hour in, but I feel like we can run through them. Let's do it. So Aries. Aries' shadow is very superior complex. Aries don't like people telling them what to do. They sure don't. They're fiery. Yeah. So, you know, you you can't really do everything, Aries, and lead everything. Sometimes you have to be led so your shadow comes out in that way. Taurus, being too stubborn, but yet being too indulgent. They don't know where the line is, really. Yeah. Right now, it's time to work on um, the line. Your discernment. Discernments are going to be really important for Taurus, I feel like, right now. Yeah. Okay, Gemini. Gemini, being too adaptable to different type of intellects and ideas, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, not being able to stay still with one concept. Right. Trying to hold space for too many narratives. And when you say in that uh, position you can't really acknowledge yourself because like what is self at that point when you're becoming too adaptable to everything that's around you no okay cancer read myself i'm gonna let you read yourself okay being too comfortable maybe being too clingy and just always trying to step into that motherly role automatically Mm -hmm. you don't have to always be the mom cancer it's okay sometimes you need a mom yeah, but then you you end up attracting partners that have a very take care of me, so you can't really. Oh, that was for you. I meant sometimes oh. you need to be mother. Oh, oh okay. You yeah. know. Yes, that's you need to be mother sometimes too. That's that's actually right. <laughs> Leo, Leo shadow is how it looks, being too vague and too um. God, what's the word? Too what? What is it when someone wants very superficial things? But the way things look. They're too invested in the aesthetic. Mm. For sure. And, and just maybe wanting the spotlight way too much. So not sharing the spotlight. So just very attention-seeking. Sometimes you have to sit alone and give yourself attention. Exactly. Um, Virgo. Oh, this is easy. Virgo <laughs> shadow is just like it needs to be done just like this. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a controlling issue. It's like sit down. Let somebody else do it feels good to let somebody else take the the wheel sometimes you know yeah sit back yeah and that comes to plan so this is really um imperative when it comes to like projects and the things you know so yeah uh who's next libra libra's what would you say um 
Libra, I feel like you need to be doing the most shadow work right now. <laughs> I feel like you're kind of being attacked low-key. I'm not even going to lie. But <laughs> there's something beautiful that's going to come from it. So I just feel like give yourself time and space away from, you know, always being the level-headed friend. It's okay to bug out a little sometimes. Yeah. You know, you need it. It's time for you to Being right too now. compromising, Libra, and yeah, just being too. too indecisive. So you kind of lose your identity as if, like, Gemini would too, you know? The next one, Scorpio, me. What is your shadow? How does your shadow speak? My shadow is telling me too that I need to move. I need to create movement in my mm. life, whether it's physical, Scorpio's whatever. Scorpio's very fixed. Yeah, we. I always tell people that they're like, "Oh, Scorpio, water sign." I'm like, "Fixed water sign." It yeah. makes a difference. So, so I really need to do that. Um, stubborn emotions. Yeah, I need to let my emotions be more fluid. Yeah. Because um, I do it with the right people, but it's okay to just do it with people in general sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm very good with that. I'm like, eh, and then people will react or respond in a way where it's like, I'm like, oh, okay, that wasn't for you, but I don't care. Right. Next. Yeah. You so know? my shadow work is I need to be a little more trusting with myself mm-hmm. and a little more open with others. Yeah, because when you know yourself and other people, I just think of it like I know myself so fully, so if you don't like me, I'm not gonna say you it. thing. I'm not. Yeah, it's a you thing because I know me and I'm pretty awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> you are. Did you tell a lie? I don't think so. No, thank you, Olivia. So Sagittarius, um, being too impulsive, for sure. Yeah, Lilith, I feel like Sagittarius is like the wild child. Yeah, they're just being too impulsive at the mouth and not listening. Sagittarius, when when you're trying to educate someone, so you have like this complex of, um, it can be very similar to like Aquarius like I know I know the no you know you don't know you don't know the no you can't always teach sometimes you're the student Mm. yeah sometimes you're the student you gotta put the student hat on and those are the best teachers when they're like I learned from my students yeah yeah everyone has uh the capability to teach it's Mm -hmm. like but are you teachable be teachable Capricorn Capricorn's very controlling as well and I thought we were bad Scorpios no, Capricorns, mm. they're the devil card in tarot. It's a lot. So anyways, not calling y'all. I love y'all anyways. <laughs> but Capricorn would be um, too depending on security in the way labels, labels, the yeah. way things look. You you don't have this type of label. What? You're just a regular attorney and not a partner attorney? It's a version of success. Yeah, so it can be very competitive also like as if Aries has to take the lead and be competitive in that way. Capricorn is more competitive with, like, the labels. It's okay. Capricorn likes to one-up. My sister's a Capricorn. Oh, really? And my dad, too. Yeah. It's always like, I know this, but, oh, but I know this. And it's like, that has to be the end. Yeah, (laughs) it's always like a one-up. If you're always trying to one-up someone, Capricorn, it's time to do some shadow work. Uh, Who is next on the chopping block? Aquarius. Aquarius being too aloof. Not Ooh. present. Too in the future. Too um. Too too condescending. Capricorns are. Ve- I mean, Aquariuses are very condescending. Too lax with their emotions too. Yeah. Everything's very la di da. Yeah. You know, everything will work out. It's like they never really have time to sit and consult with anything. Yeah. So sometimes you have to be that space holder and learn through your emotional friends. It's okay. And then Pisces, we kind of spoke about it with your Lilith, mm-hmm. but um, Pisces just being um, very victim or very um, escapism. Oh, escapism. So, being overindulgent in the escapism as well, because there's mm-hmm. a way to do escapism that's a little healthy, mm-hmm. but I feel like Pisces kind of push it to the limit where they're just very like, I feel like they're more hermitized than Scorpios even. Yeah, yeah, because... Because they can create their own fantasy mm-hmm. and be and have fun in it. Yep. So if you're playing too many video games or you're watching too much TV, mm-hmm. movies, you're, remember, that's not reality. And when you come back to reality, you're like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah, reality feels too intense because what you thought in your mind was more feasible. Come up for air, Pisces. Come up for air. Okay, that was every sign. How did you feel your first podcast? I feel good, yeah. Okay, you guys probably didn't know it's my first podcast, though. My cherry has been popped today, and I feel fabulous. Yes. This feels better than the first time my cherry got popped. Well, you kind of had, like, know? three little podcast intros before this, so. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like, you know, we said the third time was a charm, but it really was the fourth that was the most Ooh. organic. Look at this. So I'm picking a card, and one just flew out. Two. 
This is a chakra card, so two, and there's cups here, just like tarot, two of cups, spiritual union. That's so funny. I I have to say funny because I don't like coincidence. Why is that fun? Why is that funny? Because we were just speaking on um the union and how that's gonna be highlighted with uh, mm, the Libra Venus. With the Libra Venus, exactly on the twenty seventh. Yeah, the Libra Venus. And, tw- and one thing about twenty, the number twenty seven, it's nine, right? Mm-hmm. So it's completion. But then it's also Sirius because Sirius is the twenty seventh constellation. I believe so. Or like it's the numbers, the twenty seven. So if you see twenty seven a lot, it's serious. It serious is the um serious is like the navi the um like serious radio. Right. We like to manipulate names, mm-hmm. right? Right. So it's and Siri. So it's like the genie star. Right. Asking you shall receive. So if you see twenty seven a lot. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So if you see twenty seven, it's serious talking to you. And a lot of other galactic, we'll do another podcast on this, guys, but a lot of other galactic centers talk to Ceres in order to talk to you. And you guys can't see the card, but it's definitely green. So that's the heart chakra. Yes. That's definitely the heart chakra. And there's a beautiful melanated couple in here, which I think is fantastic. Spiritual union. I feel that. And that's exactly how it feels after a good amount of shadow work. It's like starting a new Mm -hmm. relationship with yourself. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yes, I love myself. Because like you said, they're not separate. So once you learn to coexist, it's kind of just like living with people. Once you learn to coexist, it could be beautiful. Yeah, and when you look at a lot of tarot cards like Queen of Wands, she has a black cat sitting next to her. Very small black cat, but it represents the shadow. Right. But the small black cat, if the shadow is is, is anything like that cat, which is sleek, sexy, mm-hmm. beautiful, charming, you can make it work for you. And, and seduction is, is still a form of, we do that all the time. We seduce all mm-hmm. the time, whether it's and romantically, we do. platonically, and that's going to be the theme too. Learning that through the Scorpio season, so the beautiful side of seduction and and mysticism versus the manipulating side yeah. of Scorpio and and trying to you know lock someone down, trying to control the narrative and manipulate. You see how icky that feels that we yeah. both making this face of like, ugh. <laughs> I know those type of Scorpios. I know them types. Yes, Astro T Podcast. Well, that was the podcast. Love you so much. Peace out. Stay present. Stay grateful. You want to say bye? Yes, thank you for having me, you guys. It was really fun doing this. Um, I hope to be back again sometime. Yes, definitely give her a follow. I think her personal page is private. Yes, her personal page is private. Um, very Scorpio on that aspect, but you I'm can sure if follow. you DM her. Yeah, definitely DM me. I'm open. Yeah. Okay? Don't I don't bite. I'm just private. But just you can definitely thing. follow. It's a Scorpio thing. <laughs> Say, I heard you from the Astro T Podcast, and it's an automatic. That's the code word. Astro T Podcast. That's code that you fam, and then you know you can get in, you know? <laughs> but definitely give us a follow at the Foul Hundreds, at yes. the Foul Hundreds on Instagram. Oh, if you're right. creative, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you, Astro T Podcast. And please, if you listen to this podcast this far in, Go ahead, leave a rating. Might as well. We're already that close. We're we're completely here. Love you. Bye.